Hello, we're in the book of Psalms today. Psalm chapter 25, if you have your Bible, will be in verses 11 through 14 today. While you're finding your place there, if you're able, I have an announcement to make about me and my family. Yesterday, we were voted in as the next pastor of Calvary Baptist Church in Shelby, Ohio. So we are very humbled and honored to be taking uh, this next step. We're excited to see what God will do. We'll be making that transition over to Ohio over the next coming weeks, and we are very much looking forward to it and uh, be in prayer for us. Uh, That church was started over 40 years ago and has been pastored since by one man, Pastor Steve Shag, and he has since retired effective just last week and this past Sunday they voted us in. I've been there three different Sundays with my family over the past several months preaching there and we've been trying to discern the will of God and we really believed like that was the place that God would have us be. Really we felt that after our first Sunday there but we didn't want to um, muddy the waters, so to speak, or whatever the right way to say it is with the people there. And I I wanted them to really believe in their heart individually that it was God's will and uh, and to know and have that uh, Holy Spirit confirmation as uh, Brother Shag has been saying there as he's been preaching for each individual person to have settled in their heart who the next man was to pastor that church and uh, 98% uh, felt that confirmation in their heart there at that church. And so really, it's very exciting. Um, and we've just been trying to take it slow there and just to discern the will of God, allow everyone to discern the will of God. And so uh, we believe that's the place. And we're just so, so excited and uh, eager to see what God will do there in the ministry at Calvary Baptist in Shelby, Ohio. So we'll be making the transition there over the next several weeks and just as quick as God will open the doors there in terms of housing and all that. So uh, we're excited about it. But in the meantime, Psalm 25 today, I'll read the verses and then we'll have a, have some thoughts about them today. Uh, I'll read the verses first. So Psalm 25, verse 11, for thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. We've been in Psalm 25 for the past several days, and it's probably written when David was encountering some hardship because of his own sin. Now, I say probably, uh, that's that's what most people say, and that's... Uh, Uh, because of verses like verse number seven that we looked at, remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, according to thy mercy, remember thou me. And then today in verse 11, we just read, for thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. And David definitely wrote this psalm. It's a psalm of David. We say it's probably because of sin, because of that. Uh, But I say probably because usually when we go through a difficult time, We'll examine ourselves to see if there's some sin going on. And that's that's really healthy to do. That's definitely not always the case for why we're going through a trial at all. God doesn't just send trials our way to punish us at all. Uh, it's never to punish if you're under the blood of Christ. It's perhaps a discipline, yes, 
to bring you back into fellowship, to get you on the right path. Sometimes he sends it for our own help and our own growth. God's way is always perfect, but it is always healthy to examine yourself to see if perhaps there is something in your life that God's trying to get your attention about. And so that's what he's doing here. But I love what David is seeking for pardon for his iniquity. It's not his own merit. He, if he had sinned, he had sinned, everybody has sinned, but for his sin, he was not seeking his own merit or his own good works as a reason for God's forgiveness, but it was for God's own namesake. I'll read it again, verse 11. For thy namesake, O Lord, pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. Whenever you see God for who he is, you see him for who he is in all his holiness, high and lifted up, and you need pardon for your sin, you understand it's never going to be about you. It's going to be all about God. Nothing about you could ever earn your way into God's good favor or pardon or forgiveness. It's always going to all be about the Lord for salvation. It is all about Jesus Christ. It is zero about Jonathan Stancil. All Jesus, none about you. Totally. So for thy namesake, O Lord, pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. Verse 12, what man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. We've been talking about the will of God. Uh, at one point, we did that, I think, for an entire week, the last few weeks, about the will of God, finding the will of God. And if you search for it, not just by name, but the will of God, but by principle, such as this verse, it's all over the Bible, finding the will of God, finding God's path for your life. And it says, what man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he, God, shall choose. So in order to find God's will for your life, it's about fearing the Lord. You've got to fear God first. Fearing God means you have a holy reverence for his name, for who he is, for his word. You have a respect for him. And that always manifests itself in an obedience to his word, an obedience to God and a separation for sin. And if you fear God, him, you, shall God teach in the way that God shall choose. And really, that's what I want. That's what you want. You want the way that God chooses for your life. And when you fear God, that it really truly is in your heart what you desire. The next verse, verse 13, his soul shall dwell at ease and his seed shall inherit the earth. Boy, that's an interesting verse, isn't it? So the one that fears the Lord. So if you fear God and you are being taught the way that God chooses for your life, your soul, according to verse 13, shall dwell at ease. That means you won't be troubled. Your, your soul, your innermost being, you won't be worried all the time. You won't have that anxiety, that fears tomorrow, that really that fears today, because you've got that peace, that faith, that whatever God is sending your way is good. Here's why. You can very much be anxious about your life and be fearful if you are living in open rebellion to what God has taught in his word, because God will all, all often send a reproof your way for what we just talked about a minute ago to get you back on the right track. But if you are living right there in the center of the will of God, trials may come, hard times may come, troubles, even tragedies, but your soul, and you, you, you can grieve for those, but your soul dwells 
at ease. And that's what this next bit of the verse means in verse 13, the second half. And his seed shall inherit the earth. Earth meaning land, literal land, property. This is written by David. And if you go forward in Israel's history from David on, you really notice that this verse is true. It didn't matter how powerful Israel's army was or how strategic their kings were. If the people of Israel and then later Judah in the split kingdom, if the people honored God, if they obeyed God, if they lived for God, if they had the fear of God, meaning they worshiped God, they obeyed God out of a heart for him, then their soul dwelt at ease. They passed on that land to their children. It was the blessings of God. It's always the blessings of God that gives us anything. And when you fear the Lord here today in your life, your soul will dwell at ease and you know God will bless you with what you need to be blessed with. And it's, it's just a, a principle that you really see throughout so much of the Old Testament that you see in your life and my life as well. You know what else that does for us? When we're living for God, we have exactly what we need. Now, it doesn't mean you just sit back and do nothing because that doesn't represent a fear of God either. The fear of God is someone who's going to work hard, who's going to whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord to provide for your own house and all of that and be industrious and be a hard worker. But it's all done out of a fear of God. When you're living for God, you have exactly what you need. And that includes if a trial comes your way. And really all of that leads to verse number 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. Perhaps something I've said today doesn't make a lot of sense. You say, how can you be okay with only this much that God has given you? Or how can your soul dwell at ease even when God might send a trial your way? Or how can you be okay with the path that God has you on? I don't think that's a very good path. You know, there's there's something that really cannot be communicated to another person except when they are living for God themselves. They're in the word of God. They're saved. They have the Holy Spirit of God indwelling them, teaching them. There's just something about that relationship with God and that life lived for God, that peace of God, that faith that you have in God that's okay with whatever God sends your way that cannot be taught except by the Holy Spirit of God. And that's the secret of the Lord. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. Proverbs 1.7, I believe it says, the, the, uh, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You, you cannot understand this holy book, the holy word of God, without the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. You can't. You just can't. You can't understand the Christian life until you first have faith to get saved and to surrender your life to the Lord. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And you know, as a Christian, as you surrender your life to God and you start living for God and just trusting God for everything, and that is he'll teach you something, you surrender to it. You obey the very next thing that God teaches you. God will teach you the next thing. And you surrender to that by faith and the secret of the Lord will be with you. That that secret, that joy, that fulfillment, that uh, power of God upon your life, it's only with them that fear God and to them that love God. 
Well, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Let me have a word of prayer with you. Lord, there's people listening today that might have something going on in their lives. I know of uh, one couple that I was visiting late last night that's uh, maybe having some complications, Lord, with their pregnancy. And uh, Lord, there's a lot of burdens that people might have. Lord, I pray that uh, whether they're at work right now or they're in their car on the way to and from or they're getting ready or whatever they have going on, Lord, I pray that you would please richly bless their day. And I pray, Lord, that they would find that secret of the Lord as they are on the path that you have for them and they're fearing you and they're obeying you. Lord, I pray that they would see, as I know they will, that sweet fulfillment that only comes from living for you. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.